Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for coming tonight. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Gabe, and the team for letting me speak. I really appreciate it. And just before I start off, I just want to ask for some grace. It's been a long time since I've done public speaking, you know, the lockdown and all. So I'm seeming to have forgot the basics, like when and how to breathe. So if I pass out, if I fall over, give me some time. It's coming back slowly but surely. But yeah, over the past few weeks, we've been going through the Move Again series and looking at the first few chapters of Exodus. And it's just been this amazing overview of God demonstrating his power and his dominion. His power and dominion over nature, over the spiritual forces in Egypt, and over Pharaoh. As Pharaoh says in 5 verses 2, who is the Lord that I should obey him? God answers that dramatically with a here I am and this is my name. And it's this incredible, incredible picture of God's goodness and God's power. And he does this for his glory. God does it for his glory and his majesty and to make his name known. But the thing is, this amazing God who deserves all the glory, honor, and praise isn't just concerned about his glory, honor, and praise. He's also invested in the Israelite story. He sees his, his people, his nation, he sees them um, oppressed in Egypt. He hears their cries out, and his heart moves for them. His heart moves to redeem them from where they are into a better place. But the thing is, it's not just a redemption story. It's not just a, well, you're no longer slaves. Now you write your own destiny. No, it's a journey that God takes them on, and he gives them a new identity, a new story. And it's this continued redemption. It's Israel's sanctification, Israel becoming set apart, becoming a nation, and becoming a royal priest. My mouth. I need water, not just air. Turns out. Um, and so they, they, he, he brings Israel out of Egypt and on a journey. This, this journey, this, this continued redemption, the sanctification. But this process that he brings them on is difficult. And it's not difficult because God is ever out of control. It's difficult because they are. And that's part of this process, part of this life, part of the journey that God brings us on is so hard because we can't see the next step. We can't perceive where God is going. All we call to do is one step at a time. But when we look through the book of Exodus, what we see is that God is never, ever out of control. And when we see the bigger picture, not the bigger picture of our situation, but the bigger picture of our God, we can overcome anything. Because we take ourselves out of the center of our story, we put God back in and realize we're part of his story, and we know that all we need is the one step at a time. We don't need the destination. And Exodus 13, verse 17 to 18 says this, when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. And the people of Israel went up out of the land of Egypt equipped for battle. And so this word has come to me at a time, these two short verses, come to me at a time where I felt a bit stuck professionally. My work is going nowhere. Physically, I've been injured for the last four months. Spiritually, it's been a really difficult season where it's hard to put myself out of the sense, and it's like, God, but I don't know where I'm going. God, where's my work going? And God has been really convicting me that it's not about my career trajectory. It's about my work glorifying God and him sorting out the rest. It's not about me being physically fit and strong at climbing. It's about me using my body and, and my place in this world to glorify God. And so just some encouragements from this passage. God knows what lies behind. He knows what lies ahead. And he knows what you can and can't handle. And in this story, there's multiple paths to take. There's, the, there's the, the shorter way, maybe in the human sense, the better way, where you, you have a short journey, a quick battle, maybe you lose, but at least some of you escape. But God is like, no, I've got a better plan, I've got a bigger plan. And he also knows Israel's ill-equipped. They've been slaves for 430 years. They don't have an army, the army, they don't have a battle strategy. 
They're just a bunch of slaves trying to make, trying to find a new home. And the Israelites, they're not running from their past in the story. God has taken them on a journey to a future. And so when we feel lost, when we feel stuck, and when we feel confused, whether it's at work, whether it's physically, whether it's whatever, just know that you don't need to see the end destination. You need to see the God who does. And the second point, despite your best efforts, the victory belongs to the Lord. Up to now, the Israelites have done very, very little. They've barely been faithful. In chapter 6, Moses says, Guys, God is taking us out of here. This is so exciting. They're like, nah, I don't think so. So they're not even exactly being faithful. But, um, and for them, the, the journey out of, Israel, um, out of Egypt is basically, it's just been a free pass. They've just gone stage after stage and followed the motions and, and been led by the Lord. And now they're, they're coming out of Egypt. It's incredible. And just as Paul says in Ephesians, that there's salvation uh, by, through faith, through grace and, oh my gosh, now I've just gone blank on it. Where's my notes? Salvation by grace through faith so that no man may boast. And just as we didn't win or earn our salvation, just as we didn't fight for that, God fought for it. In this space, when, when they were lost and confused and isolated, God was the one fighting for their victory. Okay. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no. It's good advice. And so just, you know, for us, we, there was a barrier between us and the Lord. There was the sin that was before us. And for the Israelites, when they were led out, there was the Red Sea. There was this impassable barrier. And in this space of impossibility, God led them and said, no, if you pretend to win a war, if you defeat the Israelites if, if, against the Philistines, if anything happens there, you can become conceited and think, no, we won the victory. God is saying, no, in this place of impossibility, I will win the victory. I will open the barrier. I will lead you through, and I will close it again. Your oppressors will be gone. Your sin and shame will be gone. The way back will be gone. And now there's a new journey that's only forward and only upwards with me. And so I just want to encourage you. If, if that's, that's a journey of salvation that we go through when, when God overcomes our sin. But I think as Christians on this journey, we often face these barriers where there's the Red Sea before, there's the Egyptians behind, and there's wilderness on side to side. And whatever that space is, I implore you, don't look for the bigger picture. Don't try and see from the bird's eye view. Just look for God. Follow him and have faith that he's got the destination. All we're called to do is the next step. And just faith one step at a time.